Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Everybody, it is your host Julie Schrager of the Nothing But Julie podcast. Thank you so very much for joining me. So last week, I had discussed coming back from uh, my vacation, first vacation in two years. I was so happy. It really wasn't much of a vacation. It was wonderful being away. It was North Carolina, but you know, it was a bit stressful because I was trying to adhere to a schedule and wanting to see the things I wanted to see. Uh, but when we got to those adventures, wow, amazing. But um, while I was on this trip, I, I have to tell you, I became annoyed with a lot of things. And I, I, I'm not usually very annoyed by things. So I don't know if it's my age. Maybe I'm just um, done with certain types of people, certain age groups. I don't know if because I'm 52 and I've lived through, uh, you know, different generations that I am comparing how they behave to how I would behave in certain situations. But there are definitely some noteworthy things that annoyed me that I am going to share with you because you know what? You might act like it doesn't bother you, but deep down, I know that some of these things I wrote down uh, must annoy you in the same way. I mean, I am the most polite person. I'm a very well-mannered, polite person. But I think that even the most polite people um, can maybe get annoyed with, with certain things. <laughs> and I just think that I have less tolerance for, I, I would say, certain behaviors, public behaviors. And you will all agree, you have to, that over the last few years, the display of public behaviors has become much more frequent. Um, and the freakouts are becoming more frequent. You know, with the advent of um, smartphones, everybody is able to record and then post it. And sometimes it becomes viral, sometimes it doesn't. I, I just don't think I have a t high tolerance for certain rude behaviors. Now, some of these you might do, and you might not think it's rude, and I might think it's rude. It doesn't have to do with you as a person. It's just how maybe you've become. Um, but let me <coughs> mention a few. This is the first thing that makes me nuts. And you might say, but why? And let me, let me explain. I cannot deal with people who use their phone when they're, they're talking to someone, most especially if they're being extra loud 
because the person they're speaking to is making a lot of noise. So the person that is talking to them, the person that I am listening to is being extra loud or what's even worse, people who have others on speaker. I don't need to hear your conversation. And some people might argue and say, well, what's the difference between that and let's say someone in Target walking through the aisle with someone and you pass by them and they're talking. Well, there is a difference because one can be controlled. I cannot stand when people talk on their phones in general when they are in a public place like let's say, oh, I don't know, a restaurant. I cannot stand when they are talking above a normal public level, uh, level of, of talking. Um, and I especially cannot stand when people have their conversations on public display on their speaker. I can't deal with that. I cannot tell you that it will sometimes ruin my time being out, whether I'm with a friend, friends, family, my husband, you know, it is intolerable and it is bad, bad manners. But people couldn't care less. People in this world right now that we live in feel I can do anything I want. And if you're going to say something to me, I'm going to take out my camera and I'm going to make you seem like you're a Karen without showing the initial reason for, let's say, a particular woman getting angry or upset. Now, I would never, <clears throat> ever comment or show bad manners on my part by coming up to you and saying something. I'll just bitch to who's ever there and ruin their day <laughs> as well. No, it doesn't get that bad. I just, I just get very annoyed. That is maybe a minor thing to you, but this is the other thing that, that bothers me about it. It's part and parcel with it just being incredibly rude. It's rude if you are doing it when you are with someone. You know, if you pull out your phone and you're with another person, I think that that is obnoxious. I had a friend who I would go out with a few times a month and every single time I was with her, her phone was beeping from texts. Her phone was ringing from phone calls. And nine out of 10 times, she would stop what she's doing, look down at her phone. Even if she didn't answer back, she would constantly have that phone right in front of her. And nine out of 10 times, she would, well, let me, let me change it. Five out of 10 times, she would respond back to someone via text, interrupting our short, you know, girlfriend night out uh, or day lunch out. But what was worse was when she would answer the phone and it was either her children or her husband, which really bothered me. Her husband knew that she was out and, and she would go ahead and then answer the phone. It's poor manners to do something like that. And needless to say, those lunches and dinners did come to an end because I just couldn't deal with it anymore. I want you just for a moment, though, to imagine looking forward to having some time out with your friends and they are on their phone the whole time or they're being bombarded by phone calls and they're answering texts. It's like, what's the point of going out? They care more about that than hanging out with you. So 
that kind of bothered me. But I just think that it is one of the rudest behaviors. Um, and I actually did do some research. And as it turns out, <clears throat> pardon me, using a cell phone, like let's say mid-conversation, it was named one of the top, top 10 rudest behaviors. So there you go. At least I know I'm not the only one. Um, another thing that bothers me is when you are out and about and someone is sitting right next to you watching a video. It's as loud as you can hear it from all the way in, in Asia. What is so important in everybody's lives that they need to have their phones out, that they need to be occupied and like I mentioned earlier, I come from a world where there were no computers, no phones, into a world of high technology. So I've seen what life has been like prior to all of this. With that said, um, I know that there are things that you can actually do when you are somewhere without technology. Figure it out, people. Your phones are not the end-all, be-all. But if you're going to take out your phone, gonna. If you're gonna, if you're going to take out your phone, don't put it on speaker when watching a video. Okay, YouTube, automatically you can hear it through the speaker. Well, listen, bring earbuds or AirPods with you or earbuds with you. I don't want to hear what you're doing in your life right next to me. Just just stop. Okay, just stop. It's just really, really an annoying habit. And what I don't understand is how there are people that are just so unaware or just don't care. wonder what that could be. Okay, this is something that really bothers me as well. People who wear way too much cologne or wear way too much perfume. I have to say that I <clears throat> used to wear perfume, eau de parfum, all the time. That's what we did back in the 80s and the 90s. But I cannot remember, maybe 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, was the last time I wore perfume. Um, and it's not because of any other reason other than it, I just stopped. I had one scent that I loved, but it, I just stopped. I, I have no reason. And now it is a rarity to smell someone wearing cologne or perfume in a mild fraction. It's either someone is not wearing anything or someone took a bath in the cologne or perfume. And I always get stuck next to those people. I live in Florida. So you've got a lot of the elderly that really just put it on way too much. Maybe they just don't realize how much it is. And then of course, if I'm out to dinner, I'm like right next to that person in my eyes. They just, oh, they tear. It just, it just gets really bad. So that is something that is annoying. That is a really, really bad habit. Now look, I know people who have a nice scent. It does not smell like a, a very hefty perfume. Maybe it's a light fragrance, but it doesn't mean that Everyone around you has to wear it. Some, some people might actually get offended by maybe a coworker's scent. Um, 
like, you know, they have that, the olfactory sense that can, you know, really play, wreak havoc um, on you, you know, that's like the sense of smell, but, but it could be um, a a lot, a lot more, um, 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 it could be harsh or harsher uh, than what most people smell. So look, what do you do? Do you tell the person, you know, if let's say you're working with them, what do, what do you tell them? So maybe there's a nice way, um, you know, to approach the situation. I have never been in that position. Uh, <coughs> oh no. Oh my God. I just remembered something. Oh my God. I was pregnant very, very pregnant. I was still working full time and a very young man, younger than me, who was sitting in a cubicle right outside my office at around the same time every day. Oh my God. No, I just remembered something. Once or twice a day, he and another man behind me in his cubicle, the way the office, my office was set up, I was in the office and I had one person in their cubicle, like kind of in front of me and one kind of behind me. And they would both spray their cologne in their cubicle. And I don't know, maybe my olfactory sense was just like at 120%, but I was so affected by the smell, so affected by the smell that I actually, his name was Ted, the older man. He was such a sweet man. And I just went over to him and I was just really nice. I don't really remember how I said it, but I remember the gist was telling him that, you know, my pregnancy spidey senses are just off the chart. And, and if he would mind perhaps spraying his cologne in the bathroom. And that, I think, I think that's kind of what I said to the other guy too. And, and they were so responsive and so nice. And I, so I do think it's kind of how you approach it rather than getting like an email with a thousand exclamation points and (coughs) upper caps, right? So that is something that really annoys me. Another thing that bothers me being a woman that I would never do is taking my bag, my handbag, my purse, and putting it down on a seat, like not on my lap, taking up like an extra seat. Like let's say you are in a theater or let's say you are, I don't know, in, in in a dining area or a dining room and you need to save a seat and you take your purse and you put it on the seat. It's just so obnoxious to do something like that. I would never do it. I don't think any other women should ever do it. Uh, and I think that it's something that is just obnoxious. Now, do I put my handbag next to me when I am, let's say out to dinner with my husband in my own, my own seat? Of course because no one's going to be sitting next to me, but I wouldn't do it on purpose to save a seat. That is probably also something that people do on a train or perhaps a subway, you know, like public transportation. That has got to be the the rudest, not even annoying, but rude, most rude, rudest thing to do. But I think that one of the things that definitely tops the chart, and I know I've mentioned this in my podcast in the past, the humble brag. Okay. What is a humble brag? So, you know, when you have something that you just, 
really want to tell people or tell someone. You're just very proud of something like maybe a personal victory, but you don't know exactly how to discuss it without sounding like, you know, I'm patting myself on my back. So that's where the humble brag comes into play. It's basically a way of like boasting about what you want to say without like saying it outright. For example, um, if, if I needed to, oh, hire someone to clean my house, instead of saying, I have so much money and I have such a huge house and I, I wound up hiring a housekeeper or whatever. I would say something like, uh, oh my goodness, so excited that I finally hired someone to clean my house because my new house is just a bit too big for me to do alone. Uh, And then you go on saying, so grateful um, for the help, you know, something like that. Or when somebody... wants to take a picture of the temperature in their car, but they manage to take a picture of the wheel. And let's say, I don't know, you have a Bentley. You just happen to have the Bentley logo on your your wheel of your car showing. Humble brag. I know people that do this all of the time. And here's the deal. I mean all the time. They are on Facebook Every single day, they are boasting about their children. They're posting every single thing they do on the weekends. It's almost like they're such in dire need for attention that if they don't post things, they fear that people will think that they don't have a life. Now, I don't always post on Facebook every time I go out with a friend. I could care less if people know I have friends, how many friends I have, how often I go out, where I go. It's not that important to me. I must have taken 500 pictures of my trip to North Carolina. And yes, I did post a few of them, but I didn't take my entire camera roll for everyone to see. I picked out just a few pictures, wrote what a great time I had. I think there was one time where I checked into a winery because it was so gorgeous. Um, that was pretty much it. Stop with the humble brag, people. We're on to you. We know what you're doing. All right. This is something that... Um, I don't know if it's really annoying to you. When when I am out with someone and they say, um, well, look, first of all, don't be rude to the wait staff. I'm looking at my list of stuff here. People were so nice in North Carolina. But <clears throat> I was able to compile this over the last few weeks. Despite our best intentions, when we go to place an order, at a restaurant or wherever, a bar, a cafe, whatever. When people start with the words, can I get a, instead of saying, may I? Now, I know it's a silly thing to say bothers me, but it's true because I think when you say can I versus may I, 
it's almost like, you know, saying it's just being rude. I think that it's it's a rude thing to say, but <clears throat> this is something for all of you men and women. Be aware of people around you. If you are walking in or walking out of an office, a restaurant, wherever, know that there's someone coming out of the door and hold the fucking door for people. Don't just walk in and then make them wait and then push open the door as it slams in their face. Sorry for the expletive. If you are walking into, let's say, a restaurant, sometimes it would be nice for you to open the door and know that there's someone behind you. And if you want to be really nice, open it and let the people walk in front of you. Especially if you're a man and they are women. It's just, you know, it's very chivalrous. Or open it and don't just let the door close behind you. Keep it open Hold it open for the person behind you, okay? It's a very simple, kind act to do. All right, if someone holds the door for you, it's your job to grab it, and then you hold it for the next person. It's etiquette. It's manners. No one teaches anyone about manners anymore. Now, here's the thing. I didn't need to be taught. I just watched my parents. I saw what they did. Just like my son watches me and watches my husband. But there's been some kind of disconnect with the last uh, generation, whether my generation or the generation that came after, where they just stopped and didn't care and perhaps were never corrected by their parents. I made it a point to raise my son to be an incredible man, a wonderful man, a well-mannered man, a giving and kind person, a respectful person. And I didn't do it by just sitting him down and teaching it. I did it by letting him watch how his incredible father treats me and how I treat others, and how I have held doors open for other people. How I have always said, may I, thank you, and please. And how I held my tongue, no matter how angry I was in a situation, to show him the right way to behave in certain social situations. So there has definitely been some form of disconnect somewhere. It's a crucial etiquette rule. Well, you know, while you might be in a rush, many of us really forget about proper etiquette, leaving the person who held the door for us initially to, to play a, like a de facto doorman with another 10 people before getting a break. I've seen this. I've seen where somebody was holding the door and people just kept going through and kept going through. And I would always say, please come on in. You've been kind enough to hold the door for everybody. It's my turn or something like that. I don't want to take advantage. It makes me feel weird. But you don't want to hold the door open for someone who's too far away. You know, how do you judge it? And, and then forcing that person to speed up to, to receive a kind gesture. Um, if there is someone that is far enough away where I would feel that they would have to rush towards the door, I won't hold it for them. But if they're close enough, I will hold it. Come on, guys. It's just better manners, right? I'm sure that most of my audience has great manners. But some people just don't, you know. 
This is something that I remember in New York City that a lot of people, or as I call it, the city, I never say New York City, but for those of you who don't know the city, that's why I say New York City. But anyway, it is just common knowledge with certain things. And in the city, when you're walking on a street walk or a, a you know, sidewalk, it's just common knowledge that you kind of walk single file or, or only walk a slightly bit to the left or to the right of the person in front of you. And I think that people have forgotten or don't care and refuse to walk like single file. I mean, I know that when you're with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your significant other or whatever, you both want to walk together. I understand that. But it does present a, an annoying situation for any pedestrian. They, they either then have to slow down to walk at your pace or try and get around you. <clears throat> so you want to keep up the, the cuddling on, on the uh, walkway. You go right ahead, but move over. You know, there was someone the other day when I came back to Florida who was so rude and like okay the other day I'm walking in my community and this man just passed right by me he couldn't have even said hello like it's so hard give me a smile wink at me do something and I pass by and I'm saying to myself hi you know it's like such a simple act right you can't even just acknowledge the next person maybe he was having a bad day but you know that's a little bit rude but I didn't think too much into it because I, with those things, I don't. But there was this woman who was so incredibly rude. I was walking with my husband. We were at the beach on Sunday and we were walking on the walkway and there were three people, one person facing two other people on the sidewalk. As my husband and I approached, and my husband is six foot four, he <clears throat> had to go around this woman who was, I'm sorry, who was talking to the other two gentlemen. Now, the two gentlemen were backed up on the grass. She was right in the middle of the walkway. My husband, who is a very kind man, didn't tell her to frickin' move. He walked around her. Now, I was a good, I don't know, 10 years behind him. And as I approached, she didn't even move. She didn't even budge. Now, I've never done this. I would never just stand my ground on a walkway when people are approaching. I would move enough for them to either walk in between us or walk behind me. So I did what I do best. I was very rude. And I looked at her and I said, excuse me, she still didn't budge. So I literally walked between her and the two men and hit her with my beach bag. Now, of course, she's probably thinking I'm a bitch and I'm rude without realizing what she's done. Now, did I have to do that? No, I didn't. I just did it because I was just in a mood so tired of people being so rude that I took it out on her. Now, was it a mature thing to do? No. Should I have done it? No. Am I upset with myself? A little But I still think that it's rude to take up that kind of space. People just don't care anymore. And there are people that are my age that are behaving this way. You know better. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Please return your shopping cart. Is it really that hard? You just walked around the whole entire supermarket or the store. You just 
did all of that, is it really that hard to walk a few more feet to the carousel to put your crate or your cart back? Just because you see employees coming in the parking lot to move carts doesn't mean you should do it. Wouldn't you like it if you had to take a job like that to just be able to go into that carousel and grab all of them instead of having to walk around a whole parking lot because you're so rude that you just have to got to get back home or to whatever it is you're doing, even though you just spent an hour talking to God knows how many neighbors and another hour shopping. Return your shopping cart, please. All right. Look, I know that we have those times when bringing the cart back seems more trouble than it's worth, but just do it. It's, it's a nice gesture, or if you see someone passing, ask them if they need a cart and give them yours. It's just rude, rude people. It's not nice, not nice at all. And especially to those people who live in Florida, do me a favor and stop parking too close to the line in a parking lot. Just because the line is there doesn't mean that your car belongs on it. Because let's say I pull into a parking space, right? And your car is literally, the tires are on the line. And now there's someone next to me who did the same thing. Well, that leaves very little room. Learn how to drive, people. Learn how to drive. All right? It's really just, just park in the middle. Just just park in the middle. And please don't press the alarm key 20 times so I have to hear it beeping, it's armed. You don't have to keep pressing that button. All right, this is, this is a lesson to all. And this is not annoying as it is just a little frustrating. Please stop sending emails with a ton of email addresses in the to section. Go to the BCC and type in everybody's name there. Why? Because you get people who accidentally click reply all. And certain people in the to list should not be seeing what this person is responding about. BCC everybody's name. What does it mean? (coughs) Excuse me. It means no one is going to see anybody else's names or addresses, email addresses on a list. And if the person or the persons receiving this email click reply all, A, I don't think that you can because it's only your name in there, but there's only one name in the BCC. But even if you do, it will only go back to one person. It'll go back to the sender. It's a really great function. You know, like let's say if you're working on a, on a group project or, or something like that. But I think that in most settings, there is no reason to send um, an email to everyone. But for those of you who do get those emails, be aware. Okay, there are times when you just want to click reply to the sender, not reply all. It's, you know, like if if you're going to thank your boss for something, it doesn't need to be something that the whole office, you know, sees. It's just, you don't have to. Okay. Again, these are just a few minute little things that frustrate me and bother me and annoy me. What? 
Okay, I'm not, I, I, this doesn't really bother me, but I just wanted to mention it. If you're like at the supermarket and you pick out something and then you don't want it, can't you just put it back where it belongs? Like not putting it all the way in a totally different shelf or a different, you know, answer, a different answer, a, a different area. Anyway, another thing that I find rude, um, and I am probably never going to go back to a movie theater, um, is people who talk and people who decide to come when they're sick two separate issues. Shut up. I can't tell you how many times I would get to the movies and pick out the seats that I want and be so happy with the seats that I got. But then the person in front of me, person to the side of me or the person behind me wouldn't shut up half the time. I can't even tell you how many times I have turned around and said, please, I'm trying to listen. I don't think that's rude of me. They're being rude. Another thing that is just, it's just a pet peeve is if I am sitting next to someone that has a huge tub of popcorn. That huge tub of popcorn is for them, and it lasts the entire movie. They, they're they constantly crunching and chewing and chewing and chewing, and they don't think that anybody can hear. I'm right next to him, right next to her. And even if he stops, he goes back to the big tub to take more. I just... Oh, I don't think people understand that they can be very loud chewers. <laughs> do not go to the express checkout with more than 10 items. Stop it. Stop saying, oh, I have 12. Is that okay? No, it says 10. And for goodness sake, please, if you're going to do self-checkout, I really don't think that self-checkout should be for those that come with a full cart. I think that that should be left for people that want to be in and out. Instead of standing behind a line of people who have full carts and now have to stand behind people that have full carts that are self-checkout. I think that self-checkout should be expressed. But stop loading more than 10 items up. If it tells you at the gym that you have to wear masks because it's COVID, don't come without a mask. Don't come with it wrapped around your neck and don't come with it under your nose. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to my gym and there are signs everywhere to wear your masks and how many don't. Just wear your mask. If you're lifting weights, trust me when I tell you that your breathing is not nearly as bad as mine breathing through a mask while I am doing the elliptical, a high intensity elliptical routine. I am dying. I am dripping from the bottom of my nose down my chin. Wear your mask. And please don't take phone calls at the gym. I don't need to hear your conversation. Just like I said earlier about making phone calls or being on the phone, I don't need to hear your phone conversation. And don't put it on speaker either. Walk outside. People just don't, they just don't care anymore. They have become more and more and more rude. And it frustrates people like me who do have manners. It's just horrible. If you want to talk at the gym, that's fine. But if you're taking a phone call, go outside. Again, they are not only trying to be loud because of the noise that they're hearing on the other end, but they're being loud because of the noise in the gym. And they are being loud because they have their AirPods in. And for some reason, we all have a tendency of being louder when those things are in our ears. So just please, just stop. So... I want to know what has happened to RSVPing and thank you. 
I send a friend of mine's daughter a gift for her son who was born. Never got a thank you from her daughter. Never. I didn't have to send you a gift, but I did it because my friend is your mom. I did it more for her. But still, when did it start that people don't say thank you or send a thank you? I had a friend who has three children. Never once did her children send out thank you cards or even just say thank you to them when they got a gift for me. And so I felt like, why do I have to bring your kid a gift and spend money on it if they're not even going to say thank you because you're not teaching them the right thing? Well, it's the same thing, all right? I just don't understand why it is so hard for people to say thank you. And why is it so hard for people to RSVP? I don't want there to be the option of maybe, yes or no. And why is it that people will show up and not RSVP? I have a good mind to tell those people, well, I'm sorry you didn't RSVP. So, you know, get the fuck out of here. It's not that hard. And nobody wants to commit to anything anymore unless it's, it's for the betterment of them. You know, I tried to get a bunch of women together several years ago to have like a girl's night out and do something fun. I must have invited 20, 25 people. I heard from four. So I reached out to some of these other women. Hey, are you going to be able to join us? Oh, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot. I've been so busy, so busy. So I am so tired of the so busy bullshit. No, no. You are never too busy. And it's just your priorities are fucked up. Anyway. Most of these women, I didn't really care if they showed up, but they were friends with other people that I was friends with, so I didn't want to be, you know, that rude person. But half of them said, I forgot. The other half were too busy and blah, blah, blah. But my question to them was always, oh, well, you you could have just RSVP'd and let me know that instead of me having to pick up the phone and call you and chase after you. Rude. Men, please take the toilet seat and put it down. I know you don't get it. You don't have to. Just do it, please. I should not have to touch the toilet seat, the dirty toilet seat that you probably uh, pooped in the toilet with and then got backsplash on it. I shouldn't have to touch the bottom part of the toilet seat because you couldn't put it down. You touch it. You put it down. Thank you. I will have to say, though, The reason why I'm bringing this up is not because my husband does it. On occasion, he might. But after being with him for 30 years, honestly, he he very rarely does it. I was in North Carolina. I had to use a public restroom. And the man before me just left the seat up. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I have to touch this disgusting public toilet seat because you couldn't? Anyway, put the toilet seat down. It's really, you know, no big deal. Um... I think that something that really bothers me the most is when I eat popcorn or lobster or crab or certain foods that get in my teeth. And for the entire time that you are now out to dinner, you have to talk with this thing in your mouth and you're constantly seeing the person who has it stuck in their teeth, constantly trying to get it out or maneuver their tongue. And 
I'm not talking about my husband. I'm talking about people that we've been out with. It's just disgusting. Please stop doing that. Please just excuse yourself. Get a toothpick or swish your mouth out. I don't know. Do something. All right. I really don't need to hear the music on your headphones when I'm next to you in an airplane. You don't want to hear anything. So you put your AirPods, your headphones on full blast, right? But I can now hear you. I can now hear your music. You don't want to hear anything, but now you're leaving me stuck next to you hearing it. I was en route to New York two years ago. There was a young man with these huge um, uh, headphones and I was right next to him. And I just tapped him on his shoulder and I said, I, I'm so sorry. Would you mind lowering your headphones just a little bit? I can hear all of the music. And, and he was very nice and he hardly lowered it. So I was stuck next to this guy and I did not have any Air, AirPods or earbuds on me. Lesson to self or note to self, always bring something with you. But you don't really need to have it so loud that everybody can hear it. I really think that that is probably an incredibly rude uh, thing to do. And there's really just no reason for it. There really isn't. So these are some things that you have to be mindful of or cognizant of. Um, and, And when you do become aware of them or you are aware, don't give the I don't give a shit attitude. It's not nice. You need to know that you could possibly be annoying. Oh, me. Just don't have to be very rude about it. Um, have you ever had a coworker that was constantly <laughs> doing that, sniffing just so loudly instead of just blowing your nose all day or the, <clears throat> <clears throat> oh my God. And I feel so bad for the person because I'm sure it annoys them, but it probably annoys me a lot more. Take an antihistamine. Or if you're sick, don't come into work. I don't need to hear this. And when you are in a plane, don't take up both armrests. If you're to the left of me, you've got the left armrest. If you are to the right of me, you have the right armrest. If I'm in the middle, okay, you should not need both arms on the armrest. Oh my God, it is so rude. I'm not even going to get into the things that bother me on an airplane. Eating loudly. How do you not know that you just slurped soup or took a big bite of something and go, how do you not know that? Please just, just stop taking selfies, guys. You look ridiculous. If I want to take a selfie with my husband, that's one thing. If you want to take a selfie with your friend, that's another. But don't stop right in front of me and take a picture posing and smiling. You look ridiculous. can't tell you how many times I've been out and I see these young girls just standing there posing. And, oh, no, that's not, that's not a good one. Let me take another one. Will you please stop it? Not only do you look ridiculous, but we all know that you're just deliberately posing. You go from a smile to a frown in, in less than five seconds. You've got to stop. And please, for the love of God, please stop texting while you're walking. You don't see me in front of you. I'm coming right at you and I'm not moving. You've got to stop. And the most important thing is if you are out with a friend, and this is, this is a huge pet peeve, you have got to stop making it about you. 
it diminishes the friendship. Uh, I did have a friend, and I use that in the past, who did this quite often, always about her, always about her family life, always about herself, zero interest in anything that's going on in my life. And by the time she finally stopped talking about herself and got to me, her food was so cold. And she finally started eating it and could give a shit about what I was saying, about things that were going on in my life. So I very rarely responded back. I would sometimes just let her sit there and eat her cold food. Look, it's human nature. Everybody wants to talk about themselves and and talk about things that are bothering them or things that, like me, (laughs) or things that... um, it might have happened to them. If you're a friend, then you're a friend. But if you find yourself talking about your yourself too much, you know, you have to just stop. And you know, I don't like when people try to compare themselves to others. That if someone just bought a big, beautiful new house, you don't need to compare and say, oh, well, let me tell you about this house I used to have. No, you have nothing to prove. I think also that comes with age and wisdom. I don't think that there are a lot of people who come out of that. There are so many people that I know that just don't stop bragging about themselves and always feel that they have to compete to anything I'm talking about. But I am not the kind of friend or person that if you're talking about something that I have to say, oh yeah, I used to do that. Every now and then I would say it if it pertains to it. Like let's say I have a friend who's talking about their son or their daughter and an issue. Yeah, I might compare it to something I might have gone through in a way to maybe help that person. But if they're talking about a job opportunity and they, they got it and they're so happy, I wouldn't say something like, oh, I remember when I would get job opportunities, I felt so great. That's an insecurity that you have, that you feel you need to have to bring yourself up in comparison all the time to make yourself feel better. And that is something that you need to work on because you shouldn't have to do that or have to say that uh, to prove to yourself your worth. I don't, anyway. Don't try sneaking into a line in the middle when I have been waiting a long time to get to where I need to be. Case in point, on my way home from North Carolina, we hit some traffic. There were people, including myself, who were sitting in almost 30 minutes of traffic. What do I see? I see people way behind me taking the shoulder to get ahead of people. I said to my husband, don't you dare let them in. (laughs) I know. It's just a horrible thing. But why should I, who've been waiting there for 30 minutes, let someone in who just hit traffic and trying to get it to the front? And meanwhile, no cops. They were all by the, the accident. Most especially now, I don't want you standing on top of me. When I went to North Carolina, we visited the Biltmore. And I was standing in line to get a reservation at uh, a restaurant. And there was a woman who was directly behind me where I can, I could hear her in my ear. So I do the thing I always do. I have very long hair. I take my hair and I just shake it. You know, I lift it up so that it hits her. And I turned to my husband. He knew what I was doing. And he kind of gave me a thumbs up as if to say, not good for you, but you hit her. And then my husband stood right next to me, which was literally within one inch from this woman's nose. As we turned around uh, to walk away after we gave our name for, for the reservation, this woman was right on top of me. And she goes, oh, 
your husband's so tall, he almost, he, he almost hit me in the face or I don't know, something like that. And I said, well, then that means that you were way too close to us. I did. I said it. I think I am. I, my tolerance is so minimal. There are times where I will just come out and be like, well, you're just being an asshole and just give it right back to them because they're so unaware. But nine out of 10 times, I really don't say anything. I really, really don't. But if you're going to say something so stupid like that, when you're the one who needs to take about uh, five steps backwards, well, then I'm going to come right back at you and, and say, you're just fucking standing on our faces. Sorry. I just think that it's an in- incredible, um, I don't know. This, this is the last one I'm going to say because I, I have quite a few, but I'm going to leave it with this. I cannot deal with people who are running late. I had a friend who was always 30 to 45 minutes late. So I got to the point where I would say to them, them, uh, why don't we meet at seven? When I knew that I really wanted to meet at eight, because I knew that they were come within a half an hour of the time I really wanted. So I had to start changing the time in my head. They are not only notorious for this, but everyone that is friends with them complains about the same thing. So I always say, well, then why are you friends with them? Or why do you keep inviting them? Or if you are going to stay friends with them and you are going to continue to keep inviting them, then accept it. And that's it. But stop running late. Five minutes, maybe, maybe 10, I'll give you. But after that, uh uh-uh. If you can't make the time to get to where you need to be on time, then you need to work on that. It's rude and it's annoying to others. Now, listen, I hope I didn't sound like a total and complete bitch because you, for those of you that know me, you know that I'm not like that. However, I am certain that some of the things that I mentioned annoy you as well. They ca- I can't be too far off. Now, do they annoy me to the point where my life has been affected by it? Yes, some of them definitely. Knowing how some people act in public has affected me because they are very rude. And I, it's a learning process for me. Um, and I have to learn not to let it get to me to the point where like I'm just going to go crazy. Um, but for the most part, no. For the most part, it doesn't bother me to where it affects my life, but they are just annoying pet peeves. So let me find out from you. DM me on Instagram, as many of you do, and some of you do on Facebook as well, and some of you email me and get on my WordPress and comment, which uh, my WordPress blog, I love it. I've been hearing from some new people lately, but let me know what you think. I mean, I'd really be curious to find out if those things annoy you and if not, what things do. So with that, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and thanks for joining me.